Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz Gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. Montana's only daily sports talk show. Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! Welcome in. What's up, everybody? It's Duanas now. ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. I am Coulter Nuanez. We are coming to you through the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Missoula Broadcasting Company, locally owned and operated for more than 15 years and happy to say so. I'm Coulter Nuanas. Ton to get to today. Hope you're having a great week. It uh, it got chilly last night. Snow on the cars when we woke up this morning. And uh, I, for one, say bring it on. It's a night game on Saturday at the University of Montana. And uh, it's that time of year. And I really hope that it sticks around because uh, as much as I've loved the lingering summer, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for a hardcore winter. And, uh, you know. I mean, I got so many sweet jackets. Haven't need to wear wear them yet. <laughs> so I'm uh, I'm totally in uh, to the the shift in weather, and uh, hopefully you are prepared for it as well. We got a ton to get to today uh, here on this fine radio show. A broad spectrum of topics. Of course, we're going to talk football. We'll hear from Chris Ball, the head coach of Northern Arizona, here uh, in just a few minutes. His team, NAU, hosts Montana State. For the first time in quite some time, Bobcats haven't played down in Flagstaff since 2017. Only one player on the Montana State roster. That's R.J. Fitzgerald, who's a sixth-year senior who uh, played as a true freshman and then redshirted later on in his career. Uh, He's the lone Bobcat to ever play at the walk-up Sky Dome. So we'll talk to Chris Ball about the matchup with the Cats. Also for Bobby Houck, head coach of the Grizzlies, to preview his team's matchup Saturday night against Cal Poly. We also have some Grizz hockey tickets for you. Actually, we have not some, a lot of Grizz hockey tickets for you. We'll have a four-pack about 4.30. We'll have another pair about 4.45. We also got a free six-pack and a sandwich from Warden's Market for you before the end of the first hour. Henry Pierce, Julio Steyer, and Luca Musco, Musco, I actually believe it is, uh, will join us here from the Hellgate soccer team to round out hour number one. Hour number two, we got some... Sports bet action for you. We got an NFL conversation. We talked some NFL trade deadline, some roster movement, and some of the best lines of the week, overs, unders, totals, parlays, things like that. Brooks Nuanas, our new go-to guy for our all-football, all-the-time betting segment, will join us uh, at the top of the uh, 5 o'clock hour. And then a fun one at 5.30 as well, Gage Slider. He's the senior quarterback for the Kalispell Glacier Wolf Pack. And they are red hot. And I've been saying it all along. Glacier had one of the toughest schedules in the state. And they had to play Missoula Sentinel, Helena Capital, and Helena High three weeks in a row. They lost each one of those games by a touchdown or less. But they got through it. And then they won four in a row, including a big win over Billings Senior in the playoffs last week. So uh, Glacier on their way to Bozeman. That should be a great game in the uh, quarterfinals of the Class AA playoffs. So Gage Slider, who's thrown 35 touchdowns and counting so far this year, top statistical quarterback in Class AA. He will join us about 5.30. So look forward to catching up with Gage. So there you go. It's your show outlook presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. 
Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any and all real estate questions you might have in Western Montana, give Brent and his team a call today. You want to stream the show, 1029ESPN.com will work just fine for you. Click on Listen Live, or you can also... Uh, stream it on the ESPN MT app. Now, the ESPN MT app is going to be your exclusive home for Grizz Hockey tonight. Grizz Hockey uh, taking on Weber State at home, so we'll have tickets for you to that game uh, throughout the show. But if you can't make it down, go check out the ESPN MT app. We will have the World Series on the uh, radio dial today, uh, this evening, and uh, huge game, pivotal game five in the World Series uh, after the Astros posted a victory last night so uh how about an update either one of you find gents on the other side of the glass can go ahead and grab the mic uh looks like mr baseball jeff safford who's now becoming mr hockey <laughs> he is our voice of the missoula paddleheads as well as our voice of Grizz hockey but uh, he's a guy that knows the stuff when it comes to major league baseball uh safford what have you thought of the series the uh the third game very entertaining some pitches being tipped and some wiffle balls being hit uh, into the stratosphere the phillies just tee off on the astros but Despite that whole narrative, I thought that might actually bury the Astros, but not so fast. The Astros got the bats going last night, and now uh, we're all tied up. So what do you thought of the World Series thus far? Back and forth, teams delivering blows, and man, I mean, what can you say about the Astros bouncing back last night? I mean, you alluded to it. The Phillies had all the mojo, it seemed, after Game 3. That first home run for Harper in the early innings, it was Harper going, taking McCullers downtown into right center field to start off the night. Crowd's going nuts. Then you got Schwarber hitting a ball to the moon off McCullers again. It would believe that was close to 450 feet to dead center field. Five home runs in one game for Philly in game three. Then game four comes around and Houston does something simply remarkable, something we haven't seen. Hardly ever. A no-hitter, a combined no-hitter from a staff in a World Series game. And I believe it was the first time we had seen a no-hitter of any kind in the World Series since the 1950s when a perfect game was thrown. I think Don Larson's perfect game was the last time we had seen a no-hitter in a World Series game. Yeah. So, I mean, just crazy. And I have a Don Larson autograph somewhere in the world. Wow. Don, Don Larson lives in Coeur d'Alene. Uh, of all things, I'll be and, darned. Right, I know. He, uh, he somehow crossed paths with my Uncle Bill once upon a time, and then my Uncle Bill got me a Don Larson autograph once upon and, a time. And then also the stark contrast, you look at McCullers from Game 3. His big downfall was his lack of control with the fastball. That was a big reason why Philadelphia, and you look at Harper's home run in the first inning. What was it off of? A first pitch breaking ball at the belt. He hit it deep. And then you look at last night, and the fastball command was the huge key for Valdez and his success through six innings. I mean, he was just outstanding last night with that fastball, and it's been become kind of a topic of discussion now around Major League Baseball. It's not a pitch that's really going to blow you away velo-wise when you look at it on paper, coming in at 94 to 96 on the gun, but really with its movement. You see quotes from guys that have faced him. Alex Bregman made a comment about facing him in a spring training game and striking out on three pitches against the fastball, and him thinking, man, I'm glad this guy's on our side with that fastball, and just how deceptive it is, and Really was on display last night. Well, very good. Uh, it's been a fun World Series so far. I know that there's uh, a lot of people out there that are not very intrigued just because they don't have a rooting interest in it because they don't like either of these teams. But uh, I found it fun to watch. I thought that uh, the the game three with the tipped pitches and uh, Philly just sending them to the moon was fascinating. I've also become a further enamored with Bryce Harper, and uh, I know that he's a polarizing guy. I know he's a polarizing guy. I don't know why he's a polarizing guy. I, I get that he's a little bit brash and cocky, but like like I was telling these guys, he's a baseball guy. I don't know, I don't know why that's surprising. I mean, he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. He's a sophomore in high school, and he's fulfilled the potential and then some. So I uh, don't really know what to tell you, but it uh, should be a pivotal Game 5 tonight. You can find all the action of World Series Game 5 tonight here uh, on 1029 ESPN uh, Radio.
It is new on us now. You are listening on, on uh, the ESPN radio as well as the uh, SWX Montana television and the uh, ESPN MT app. It's time now to go across the sidelines where we feature uh, interviews with a variety of uh, opposing coaches and players that are taking on either Montana or Montana State. And the Bobcats are headed to Flagstaff to take on uh, Northern Arizona for the first time down there in Flag in quite some time. The Cross the Sidelines presented each week by Vance Thompson Vision. Vance Thompson Vision making sure you can see across the sideline all season long whether you need an eye exam or you want to explore LASIK surgery or you want to get your cataracts checked out, no matter what sort of vision you might need, Vance Thompson Vision can take care of you. Visit VanceThompsonVision.com. We go to the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. Welcome in. Chris Ball, the head coach of the Northern Arizona Lumberjacks, and a guy I've always enjoyed talking ball with, but we haven't gotten very many crossovers with the Montana School since he's been the head coach at NAU. So, Coach, thanks so much for being here, man. How you doing? Great. How are you? Very good. First of all, uh, just take us through uh, your team so far this year. I know that uh, you had a big win in the non-conference when you went to Sam Houston and won, had a heartbreaker against North Dakota, and uh, then as it's been for many teams throughout the Big Sky this year, very challenging league slate. So uh, just give people an update. What's sort of been the arc of the season for Northern Arizona, and what have you liked? What do you want to see improve as you guys sit here at 3-5 and five entering this weekend? Yeah, you know, we we, we 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 expected to be better than where we're at right now, obviously. Um, you know, we're still a fairly young football team. We've got eight, only eight seniors on the whole team. Um, so, you know, but we, we really thought we'd be further along than we were. We had some key injuries. We lost a, our best defensive guy against Arizona State and then uh, lost um, uh, Kevin Daniels, you know, probably one of the better backs in the league uh, uh, against um, – North Dakota. So, you know, we lost a couple of key guys and um, got banged up in them for those first three non-conference games and really just haven't really had the same starting lineup since we played uh, Sam Houston. So um, I'd like to see, you know, the guys uh, in, in some spots we have, uh, the guys that, you know, next man up mentality uh, step up and play more consistently. So um, we, we, we've got, we got that last week. Uh, when he continues to do that this week, obviously. But, um, you know, obviously we're not where we want to be. Uh, but uh, like where our kids are at, like our culture, we've had a great two weeks of practice, got some time off, a little time off last week. So, um, you know, expecting to to come out here against the number two ranked team uh, in the country and play with great energy and effort and see what happens. What have been... Uh, some of the challenges, uh, but also some of the uh, the sweet spots you found just in terms of, of building the Northern Arizona program. Because I know it's definitely a, a challenge taking over for a guy in Jerome Sowers that have been there for more than two decades. But Flagstaff, my family's from uh, Northern Arizona, love that part of the world. And uh, Flag's a great town, and NAU seems to be a booming campus. So uh, what are some of the, the challenges you, you face, but also some of the advantages you found uh, when it comes to building this NAU program? Well, a lot of advantages, you know, we've, we've, we've felt like we've recruited really well. Um, you know, we, we, we totally revamped the program. We started from uh, ground up and uh, when I came in and made a lot of changes and, uh, with, um, didn't necessarily get to bring my own people support staff wise, uh, finally got that done, uh, last year, the weight room trainer, um, you know, that's really, really made a big, big difference. Um, we got, you know, just moved into our new facility in Jan last January, be a year this January that we've been in there. Um, we got a $50 million facility that's, that's state of the art. That's been helping with recruiting. Um, I think the probably the most frustrating, we've had to play a lot of young guys. Um, and I, you know, as physical as the conference is and as good as the conference is, you know, it, it's tough to stay healthy when you're playing a lot of young guys. And I think that's probably been the most frustrating thing. Uh, I thought we'd be further along uh, than we are right now. I, I think we're heading in the right direction. It's just not happening as fast as I wanted to. So uh, we just got to keep chopping, to stay with the plan. We got a great plan moving forward, you know, to continue to recruit at a high level and uh, continue to develop players. And uh, it, it's tough, you know. You come in here and in, in, in this conference, and uh, 
when you, 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 you revamp a program and then play the schedule you got to play, it's not easy, you know, and so it takes some time. So I like where we're headed. You know, I, I, I wish we were a couple years ahead, but that's not the case. So we just got to stick with the plan and keep going. Chris Baldwin, that's the head coach of Northern Arizona. His team hosts Montana State on Saturday in Flagstaff. Uh, coach, what you said about the, the depth of the league, too, I find this very fascinating, too. Bo Baldwin, who's now in his second year there at Cal Poly, he joined us earlier this week, and uh, he and I were talking about that exact dynamic, about how it seems as if pretty much every school in the big sky now uh, understands the benefit that football can have for the campus community and they're investing it in. You mentioned your new facility there. I know Cal Poly's building a new facility. UC Davis has some new digs. Montana's a couple years into having you know a beautiful new facility there. The Bobcats opened their Bobcat Athletic Complex a couple years ago as well. So the arms race in the Big Sky is very very real, and uh, it, it makes the the league so competitive. I mean, how do you see it reflected though? I mean, obviously it's an advantage for you guys to have a new facility, but it seems like everybody is building these new advantages so you almost have to you have to have it to be able to keep pace yeah you know and and, and it's an arms race in, in our in our league as far as facilities are concerned and um you know you, you've got a when you when you're recruiting you know especially in our league it, you've got to be a really really good player to player and um you know it's 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 you've got to spend we, we spend a lot of time on recruiting and evaluating uh, it, it's an everyday process now uh, as far as uh, you know besides our relationship with our players recruiting is the next thing we do do uh, we got to do the best be the best at so um, we spend a lot of time with it and I think you got to be picky you got to be picky on the guys you bring in here you know because you've got to be a really really good football player to line up and start in this league and um, you know the facilities are helping and, uh, you know, the main people we recruit here, against here in Arizona are, are UNLV, UTEP, New Mexico, New Mexico State. You know, we're, we're competing against uh, G5 schools for guys. And uh, with that new facility, that helps us. Um, we don't have a lot of competition uh, from guys within the big sky. Uh, they come down here, but, you know, that they may get one or two guys. But we've got 64 guys on our team from the state of Arizona, um, which, which is great. But uh, we've got to continue to spread the net and continue to find uh, some better players than, than um, to keep up with everybody. Uh, it's it's um, something like I said you got to do every day. And I, I think uh, in the last five years, the level of player that is playing this league is blown up, blown up. And you just look back, you look back, you know, the last four or five years, and look at the teams, the FBS teams, the big guys beaten. Sure. And uh, there's not a conference that can can say that, you know, and uh, and it's everybody, you know, it's everybody, every, you know, from top to bottom. You better show up every week when you play a Big Sky team because anybody can beat anybody. It is fascinating. I mean, we've seen teams from the Big Sky go drub FPS teams and then, uh, you know, finish in the middle of the league at the Big Sky Conference. That's how competitive uh, the conference has been. Chris Paul joined us. He's the head coach at Northern Arizona. His squad hosting Montana State. On Saturday, it is our Across the Sidelines, presented by Vance Thompson Vision. And uh, one thing you've always consistently talked with me about, Coach, is just uh, how important recruiting is to your program. But it seems like one spot where you've done a great job is is the quarterback that you've brought in. And we talked to R.J. Martinez for our Big Sky Breakdown podcast uh, from Skyline Sports earlier this week. We'll drop that tomorrow. Uh, But what a a well spoken and, and thoughtful young man and uh, seems like he's got his head on straight and also seems like he, he understands the vision you have there at uh, Northern Arizona and also by the way he's a hell of a player he's a freshman of the year in the league last year and he's having a good sophomore year uh, as well so uh, how much does that help you when you at least have some stability at that position with a young guy who you know is, is sort of your present and your future huge you know it's huge you know we had Case Cook is one my first year here who obviously was a great player and you know that was his last year and um it's nice to have somebody in place that you can build it around. So when you're looking for players, say, "Hey, we got a quarterback that's getting it done," um, you know, he's a very mature kid for his age, as you found out in the interview, and very talented. I mean, he had a great week. I mean, he had a phenomenal week, and and, and just as you think, wow, you know, he's, he's pretty good. And also, you you start watching, make some of the throws that he makes. You're like, wow, he is really, really good. 
and a great, great person, extremely hard worker. Football IQ is off the chart. I mean, it's just unbelievable how much football this kid knows. And um, it's just done a great, great job with, uh, for us. And we feel that anytime, you know, as long as we keep him healthy, we always got a chance because he's very, very capable of beating anybody. So very pleased with where he's at. Great leader, uh, works extremely hard. Uh, and just a, a better, better person than 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 all that. But once you start, when you sit down and talk with this kid, you you find out, I was like, man, this kid is, is a guy you want on your football team, and we're very, very lucky to have him. Well, looking at the numbers and watching you guys a little bit, it looks like you're spreading the ball around quite a bit. I know you've been missing the key cog of the run game in Kevin Daniels, and that's probably a factor in in sort of throwing the ball. Uh, to a variety of different playmakers. But uh, what have you thought of your offensive performance so far this year, and, and how much has that uh, maybe hindered it, just not having the, the big running back that was such a, a great player as a freshman a year ago as well? Yeah, you know, we went from, uh, you know, we were 172 yards rushing a game last year. Now we're at like 97, I believe, going into this game. And, um, you know, really you just look at, uh, you know, one of the main reasons is because Kevin's not back there. He's a very, very talented player. And we've got a lot out of Drayson Hall. You know, Drayson's done a great job, but he's been hurt too. Um, this week off was good for him. And uh, But with, with 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 Kevin, you know, he, he's big back with good speed, good, you know, knows how to run, knows how to run the football. And um, he's very, very good at it. And uh, we go into every game, we've got to be able to run the football. You know, and, and, and if you can't if you can't run it, then you're going you're going to have issues, especially in our league. So um, it's it's a big emphasis for our for us. Uh, sure, we can throw it. Uh, we feel good about throwing it, but there's times during the game that that ball needs to be ran, and uh, you got to be able to do it. And uh, it, it's really hurt us with not having Kevin. Chris Ball here on uh, Across the Sidelines. The one is now ESPN Radio. Coach, let's talk about this matchup coming up then. Montana State has been uh, as steady as ever. It hasn't been steady within the scope of the game. They found ways to pull a rabbit out of their hat a couple times during this conference season, but a win's a win, and, and now they sit at 5-0 in Big Sky play uh, coming off of an off week as well. So uh, what have you thought so far in your initial study of the Bobcats, and what have you thought of Brett Vegan's ability to sort of guide the ship here these first two years at Montana State? Well, Brent's done a great, great, great job um, just to step in there and, uh, you know, take over for Jeff. And I, I just got a lot of respect for him, not just as a coach, but as a person. Uh, really, really great guy. We hang out quite a bit when we get together as head coaches and um, just a great, great person, great family guy. Um, you know, he's done a great, great job of getting his culture in place quickly. Um, you know, you look at, at Montana State as a team, there's no weaknesses. You know, I really can't really pinpoint a weakness on their football team. And uh, they play hard, which is a reflection of the head coach. And, um, you know, their schemes are, are tough to defend. You know, the two quarterbacks that, that, that are that can run, there really is two running backs back there that, that run the ball. It's very difficult to defend. And uh, both of them are great, great players. They're great up front on both sides of the ball. Their front seven is the best front seven we played this year. Um, uh, not even close. You know, they play hard. They're tough. Uh, and their secondary can, can play with anybody. So uh, not many weaknesses. You know, um, we've got our hands full. Uh, they're, 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 they're more than deserving the, the ranking that they have. Uh, and, and their coaching staff has done a heck of a job. You know, there's a, there's a lot to it. You know, you talked about winning some of those close games. Well, you know, that's coaching. You know, that's coaching. And uh, that, that that's your culture, learning how to finish and, and knowing how to win games. And, and that's a reflection of the head coach. Last thing for you then, Coach. Uh, obviously, the quarterback run game is such a huge part of what Montana State does, and uh, the way that they run the ball has been such a key factor in, in their success. Uh, but for you guys, what are you looking at? What are you leaning on? What do you think are the keys to victory for you guys with uh, the Bobcats coming to town on Saturday? Well, we got to be able to move the ball offensively. You know, we got to be able to own the ball. Uh, uh, we got to create some takeaways. Uh, we got to be great on third down defensively. And uh, with this run game stuff, we got to get 11 hats. You know, we got to get 11 hats to the ball. You know, we got to put great effort and great energy. But it comes back to our, you know, our, our, our five things. You know, we got to own the ball, size the ball. We got to stop the run and be able to run the ball. We got to be great in the red zone. We got to be great on third down. And we got to win the middle eight. You know, we got to win the middle eight. So um, nothing much has changed, you know, week in and week out. 
Um, we know specifically what we got to do against them to stop the run. And then uh, for us offensively, you know, we've got to move the ball. We've got to move the ball and uh, finish drives. He's Chris Paul. He's head coach in Northern Arizona. They host Montana State on Saturday. Coach, love catching up, man. Thanks so much for taking some time for us, and best of luck on Saturday. We'll catch you down the road, but thanks for being here. Thank you for having me on. There you go. Across the sidelines, presented by Vance Thompson Vision. Vance Thompson Vision, helping you see across the sideline all season long. Visit VanceThompsonVision.com to see how Vance Thompson Vision can help you with any and everything you might need for your eyes. Outside of that game, into the Montana game. The Grizz take on Cal Poly Saturday night. We'll hear from Bobby Houck, the head coach of the Montana Grizzlies. It's our Houck highlights presented by Ryan Holloway and Miller. Right after this, keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. College athletics is a fundamental part of the fabric of our communities in Montana, and it's the stories of these young men and women that drive our passion at Skyline Sports. Coulter Nuanas here. In 2015, my brother Brooks and I founded SkylineSportsMT.com. As a lifelong athlete, Brooks has an elite knowledge of football with a deep perspective with his time spent playing safety for the Montana Grizz football team, while I won a collection of sports writing awards, including 2010 Washington Sports Writer of the Year during my time in newspapers. Together, we can offer you the best sports journalism in the state with crisp writing, unbiased reporting, cutting-edge photography, and a grassroots feel that belies the corporate takeover of modern media this day and age. As Montana natives, we have a deep historical knowledge of the fiercest rivalry in the West. We share a combined 22 years experience involved in the Big Sky Conference. That experience gives us unparalleled knowledge of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics. If you'd like to experience this with us, visit SkylineSportsMT.com and subscribe for only $8 a month or $90 a year. SkylineSportsMT.com. Every day, every season. ESPN Radio. Got a new order. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Thanks for hanging out with us. I'm Coulter Nuanas coming to you through the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. We'll hear from Bobby Houck, the head coach of the Montana Grizzlies, here in just a little while, but we got some state champions in the house. So, time now for our footy 15. Usually, an excerpt for our. Uh, Soccer podcast, Soccer in Snow and Smoke, curated and produced by our guy Andrew Houghton, the uh, main man on the other side of the glass and the host of that podcast. Probably actually play this in that podcast, or I don't know, maybe cross-promote, whatever. Usually we have extras for the podcast. Now we have a live interview. It's presented by Flanagan Motors, and we have Henry Pierce, Julio Steyer, and Luca Musco here from the Hellgate Boys soccer team. And uh, how about a four-peat? That sounds pretty good. Hellgate won their fourth consecutive Class AA state championship over the weekend, a one uh, nothing win over Billings Senior uh, to secure the victory. Uh, guys, thanks so much for being here. Uh, how you guys doing? Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, so we got three of them in here, so we're going to rotate the mics all the way around. Um, so we'll start with you, Julio. First of all, uh, just tell us about what this has been like. I mean, it's always tough when you're the champions and then you're trying to repeat as champions. Take us through just kind of the mindset of this season because you guys kind of have this target on your backs now. So how are you guys able to, to kind of get to the end here? I mean, it was sort of tough going into it because we had lost um, 14 seniors. Right, big had, senior class last year. Yeah, and not a single one of the players on the team was a starter from the team last year. So, you know, we didn't know right away if we could do it, but pretty soon we saw that we had like a technical squad and um, – you know, we all had that goal in mind because we knew it had never been done before. So, you know, early in the summer, we got out there and we started working towards that goal. And, Luca, when you when you do sort of see this opportunity ahead and you realize, okay, all these guys are leaving, but it's kind of going to be a new team, but kind of our team, how did you go about sort of getting ready for that and then sort of realizing it was your turn? Um, well, honestly, you kind of just have to – adjust I guess losing that many kids we only had I think seven or eight players who had played varsity before and all of us had like limited playoff experience so it was definitely like a tough road we had many obstacles to go over we obviously had that one loss in the regular season that uh, hadn't really happened before it had been a while so kind of we all just had like a mindset and we had to go in we had to win 
with the targets on our back, even though we lost 14 seniors. And Julio, uh, you guys got pressed this year quite a bit. So come on up here. You can come on up to the mic. Uh, you can just grab that thing and just take it right up to you. We actually don't think we've ever had three guests at once. So this is a great challenge for us here at ESPN Radio as well. Uh, but you guys got pressed all year, and then uh, in the semis, it was coming all the way down to it, and then you score the big goal. So uh, how big of a relief was that? It it was a big relief, putting us up 2-0. Um, it put a lot of pressure off of us and off of our defense. They got one back later in the game, but it ended up being enough to, to win the game. So, And on that same dynamic, I mean – it seems like there's an expected level of, of excellence at Hellgate Soccer. Is that stressful to try to sort of maintain? It can be a little bit, but... You guys seem to love it, though. Yeah, yeah, it's it's nice to have those expectations, just something to live up to. we got a trio from the Hellgate Soccer team in studio. They win their fourth consecutive uh, Class AA uh, state championship this last weekend. Um Julio, how, how do you think this team was different than the teams in the past? I mean, how, how did you kind of make this team your guys' own? I mean, I think besides the fact that we were a very young team overall, you know, we had a lot of sophomores, a fair bit of juniors, only six seniors. Um, besides that, and, you know, it's sort of connected, but I think that we were also just uh, a team that could easily be molded. And so, you know... Early on, we went to a tournament in Seattle, and um, that didn't go super well. But we were still super disorganized, and throughout the season, our coach, Jay, you know, he really just worked with us slowly and got us to where we needed to be by the end of the season to win it all. And, Luca, talk about Jay then. I mean, Coach Anderson is one of the best in the biz. I mean, you guys, Hellgate's been to nine straight state championship matches. So uh, what about his coaching style that kind of gets you to guys to this point? How, what, what factors does uh, his program sort of play into your guys' success? I feel like he brings, like, a level of intensity I haven't had with any other coach. And there's always, like, an expectation from him that you've got to be your best every day at practice and in a game. And there's, like, no day off. Pretty much you have to be mentally prepared every time you go to practice. Just the standards are really high from a team that, you know, wins a lot. We've gone in the finals quite a lot of times, and I think having this high expectation makes us a winning team. And uh, Julio, um, take us through the, the state championship match then, because you guys were yeah, going back and forth, and uh, it must have been pretty tense for you, but... You guys had this same experience last year, too. I mean, this came down the wire and then went into extra time last year. So um, just just take us through. What was it like? Um, we were lucky to get the goal early, um, and that did not happen last year. So a lot of our, you know, end of the first half, end of the second half, it was a lot of defending. It wasn't as pretty of soccer as, as most of our other games, but we – we kept the ball out of the net, so yeah. I mean, that, that, that's such a key when you talk about um, soccer, too, right? In a championship atmosphere, if you get the goal early, you sort of can go away from, you know, playing the beautiful game, so to speak, and, and then you're just fighting for your life, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, Henry, does that is that hard? Is it hard to figure that out? Um, I I think that while we would like to. Uh, you know, play our style of soccer the whole game. Sometimes you do just need to sit in and, you know, let it be theirs to try to win and ours to just defend and do the little things that stop them from getting a goal back. Luca, does this feel different than, than in years past? Uh, for me, honestly, it feels as like a player who had not as much of a big position last year on the team and then versus this year getting to play for most of the season. It, I definitely feel more accomplished as a person, but the feeling of winning a state championship is the same every time. It's a great feeling. Yeah, that's, that's so awesome. Hellgate Boys Soccer in studio with us. Henry Pierce, Julio Steyer, and Luca Musco here from uh, the Knights. They won their fourth straight state championship over the weekend, one nothing over Billings Senior uh, to get the job done. A footy 15 presented by Flanagan Motors. Flanagan Motors, locally owned and operated for more than 50 years, and also been supporting soccer around the Hellgate and uh, Missoula communities for uh, more than 50 years 
as well. A question for for each one of you. Then I mean, he, I guess uh, Luca just mentioned this, but but for the other two, I mean, what do you? What does this mean to you? I mean, we'll we'll start with you. Uh, what does this mean to you to to get another one uh, and and keep this streak going? I mean, it means a lot. Similar to Luca, I did not have a very large role on the yeah. team last year. In fact, I only suited up for one game. Got called in at the end of it, and as a senior, it's a you know, it's like a memory that's going to stick with me for the rest of my life. Um, it was great to be able to win it uh, my last year playing and also, you know, make history. How about for you? Yeah, kind of similar to what Julio was saying. Um, I've been playing Hellgate soccer for four years. Um, it was my senior season. So every time I stepped on the field, I wanted to give it everything I had just to, so I didn't have any regrets later on. Well, very cool. It's uh, it's been cool to watch you guys, and it, it is so interesting too because it's never as easy as it might seem. You guys seem to always cruise at, into the state championship match, but I know it takes a ton of hard work. So, uh, congratulations to all you guys. Thanks so much for being here, Missoula Hellgate, the state boys soccer champions for the fourth year in a row, nine title matches in a row for the Knights. Very impressive, uh, a dynasty in uh, Class AA high school sports here around the state of Montana. Thanks for being here, guys. Yeah, thank you. You want us now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Let's talk a little Big Sky Conference football, because of course we are. The Grizz, they got a night game on Saturday night. We'll hear from Bobby Houck, the head coach of the Montana Grizzlies, right after this. Keep it right here. It's New on us now, ESPN Radio. Bobcat fans, support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Little dire straits for you. For my money, and I don't know if he's the greatest. There's a lot of different definitions of great. But uh, the most unique, and to me, my favorite, guitar player of all time, Mark Knopfler. Love me some dire straits. Thanks, Ma. Thanks for introducing me to all the greats. Uh, who is the greatest guitar player of all time? We haven't done this in a while. I, this used to be one of my go-tos on uh, Nuanas Now. Text us right now. 406-888-1029. All answers are uh, acceptable. Whoever the, you think the greatest guitar player is, it's going to enter you to win a six-pack of beer of your choice and a sandwich of your choice from Warden's Market plus a pair of tickets to... Tomorrow night's Grizz hockey game against the uh, Utah State Aggies here in town. Puck drops at 7.30 tomorrow night. So if you text us, 406-888-1029, who's the greatest guitar player of all time, that'll get you entered for a six-pack of beer, any six-pack you want from Warren's Market, a sandwich, any sandwich you want from Warren's Market, and a pair of Grizz hockey tickets. Text us right now, 888-1029. It is Nuanas now. You are listening to ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Happy to be coming to you here through the ESPN MT studio on your Thursday. Need something to do tonight? 7 p.m. down at the Zach. A night of bingo, and it's for a good cause. I will be the MC. I'll be calling out the bingo numbers. Never done this before. It's funny because I come on the radio and on the television and on the app, and I... Uh, Broadcast to millions and millions around the world. But I'm a little nervous about my bingo calling tonight. You know, this is, this here's my sweet spot. I just get to come just rip and rap and uh, roll with all you fine folks. But I'll be in front of live people calling out numbers tonight. So uh, if you want to come see me, be nervous. Come on down to the Zach, 7 to 9 p.m. A uh, bingo benefit on behalf of... Uh, of Big Brothers and Big Sisters, a worthy cause, great organization to help raise money for, and uh, happy that they were uh, kind enough to ask me to be a part of it. So uh, come play bingo with me down at the Zach 
That's the uh, Zootown Arts and Community Center, downtown Missoula. And uh, we'll be hanging out. I'll be down there for about 6.15 until 9 p.m. So uh, if you need something to do tonight, come play some bingo and help support uh, a great cause. Montana, by the way, keep those texts coming, 406-888-1029. Greatest guitar player of all time. That's going to enter you, Grizz Hockey Tickets, and six-pack and a sandwich from uh, Warden's Market. Grizz Football plays Cal Poly. We've talked a little bit about the game, and we'll talk some more about it today and then, then into tomorrow. We also have our uh, pregame tailgate show live from the Chamber of Commerce parking lot from 4 to 5.30 on Saturday night. So look forward to that. Cal Poly, they got a tall task because, you know, there's always going to be the challenge of of not being the biggest fish in the, in the pond in California. There's also this distinct challenge that Cal Poly is one of, of the most challenging academic schools in the country. I mean, it is a premier polytechnic and engineering school. They have about a 6% acceptance rate, so certainly got to comb the transcripts. It also really limits who they can take uh, as a transfer. So as uh, Transfer Palooza continues to go on throughout all of Division One sports, but particularly football and basketball, Cal Poly sort of on the outside looking in there. You can't take a lot of quote-unquote drop-downs or guys that need second chances. It's not to say the other schools in the Big Sky are bad academically. There's actually some very, very good schools in the Big Sky academically, but Cal Poly is just sort of at a different level, and so that's definitely a a challenge. That said, San Luis Obispo is one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. It is a, a great, great place, and Cal Poly's campus is just sick, man. It's so cool, and they're they're stadiums cool and they do have decent football tradition too i mean cal poly has been good so uh, how do they get good again in a uh more orthodox fashion after running the triple option for years and now trying to run a lot more traditional pro style stuff um it's not happening this year i mean they are struggling this year their lone victory is a 28 27 win over san diego who's a non-scholarship team out of the pioneer league the pioneer football league that is and uh, Cal Poly is the last remaining winless conference squad. They lost Idaho State, so that sort of so, sort of shows you the scope of their season. It's time now for our Hulk highlights. It is presented by Ryan Holloway and Miller. Ryan Holloway and Miller Law Firm has established a strong, well-earned reputation with their respected attorneys in criminal defense and personal injury. Nate Holloway can handle the most complex criminal cases, while Paul Ryan is known for his high acumen for DUI cases. Angie Miller has a biology degree, which gives her an elevated expertise in evaluating personal injury and medical malpractice cases. Together, the trio of Ryan Holloway and Miller can help you no matter what your legal need. Case evaluation is free, and the phone line is always open 24-7. Ryan Holloway and Miller, your Montana attorneys. Here's some snippets from Bobby Houck on Cal Poly from earlier this week. So we're coming off a, an overtime loss against the number two team in the country and a three-point loss against the number five team in the country. And both games were out significant contributors on both sides of the ball. So, you know, I'm not going to act all overwrought and act like everything's broken. We just need to go perform and get a win this weekend, and that leads us into Cal Poly. We need We need a win, as I mentioned. Um, this has become a, a huge game for our team, certainly. Uh, just an, an enormous game for our season. So we've got to get out, have a good week of practice, and, and go find a way to win on Saturday. Coach, when you are uh, shorthanded, what are the challenges that come up, especially if the injury happens within the scope of a game, like when Patrick O'Connell went out uh, on Saturday? Yeah, anytime he – I mean, we roll through, you know, there's a percentage of time guys are going to play. Um some guys are going to get spilled. Some are not. Depends on the position. I mean, we lost Jackson Lee in the first quarter, too, and he's on every special team, so we we're trying to get four different guys ready to go on that. So, I mean, there's just some gymnastics that go along with that. Uh, I think our guys do a pretty good job of handling it. But, uh, you know, anytime you lose a guy that's made a lot of plays for you, um, Probably the guy behind him is not as, as uh, able. You mentioned Saturday that uh, you guys are considering now moving forward that must wins. What, what do you like about that situation? Win. How do you, must win. How, how, how do you 
how do you hope your team embraces that scenario? Well, we'll be urgent and uh, we'll prepare. You know, it goes to practice time and and uh, mental preparation in terms of the uh, assignment and studying the opponent and then giving great effort to practice and trying to get uh, everybody from the scout team giving us good looks on down the line. That's what we need. Bobby, two of the last three weeks, the run game hasn't been, you know, where you'd want it to be. What is your evaluation of the run game at this point, and where do you hope they can continue to improve here as they end the last month of the season? Uh, that's a pretty comprehensive question to evaluate an entire run game. I guess, like, where do you, when you look back on the Weber film, is there, were there things that stood out as far as breakdowns? Where do you think are, you know, there we go. those rooms from improving? Yeah, certainly. I mean, Weber... They they dominated us. Our offensive performance wasn't good. Um, you know, they did to us what we've been doing to their offense the last couple times out. They returned the favor. Coach, to follow up on what Malik was talking about, you have coached a lot of great kick returners and, and return teams in your career. What goes into a return for a touchdown? Now, there's, a, there's a lot that goes into it. Obviously, the... Uh, um, the other guys on the team have to believe that they're, what they're doing counts and can make a difference and give it import, which I think in all those uh, scenarios where we've had guys that were leading the nation and scoring and all that, and there's been a long list of them over the years, I think, I think it's about those guys understanding the scheme and then the returners having confidence in them as well and knowing what we're trying to accomplish. And, you know, week to week, we vary it where we want it to hit, and everybody's pretty tuned into the game plan, and uh, it works. And, you know, that, that one on Saturday, the opener, the kicker got him down. He, he kind of ran out of space into the boundary there, but the kicker ended up getting over there and getting him, or else he's out for two of them on Saturday. How do you balance the state of your season right now, focusing on this week, and then the overall big picture uh, one and the same. Well, that's easy. We don't worry about the big picture. So all we're worried about is beating Cal Poly. It should be a great night in the stadium. It should be a fun night. Huge game for our team. When you mentioned Cal Poly, um, what do you see? It looks like to me that they've run a couple different quarterbacks. Uh, how does that affect their offense? And, and overall, what do you think of what they do offensively? Well, they get to pick their game plan, obviously. We don't know what they're, what they're going to emphasize or not. They, uh, I mean, Coleman, number six, is their go-to guy. Uh, you have to have an eye on him. Um, they're trying to generate run game a variety of ways. You know, what they're going to lean on Saturday, that's that's their choice. We have, we have to figure out how to get lined up against the different personnel packages. Um, yeah, I mean, it'll be a challenge, just like it always is. The here and now, it's uh, always a huge point of emphasis for Montana's head coach. That's Bobby Houck on Houck Highlights. We do that once a week here uh, on Nuanas Now. It's presented by Ryan Holloway and Miller. Ryan Holloway and Miller, your go-to if you need any and all sort of legal advice, particularly when it comes to personal injury, criminal defense, or DUIs. Ryan Holloway and Miller, your Montana attorneys. The Big Sky Conference uh, this weekend, it's interesting because both the Cats and the Grizz get a little bit of reprieve. And I don't know why this dynamic is sort of prevalent, and maybe it's just in my life. <laughs> but at the uh, in football, that we cover the most heavily, and that is Big Sky Conference football. And high school football, particularly at the Class AA and A levels, around the state of Montana, it seems like you're either a contender or you have next to no chance of winning a game unless you're playing one of the other teams that has next to no chance of winning a game. And that's sort of stratified in the league. There, In the Big Sky, there's a couple teams that maybe will jump up and bite you, but, I mean, it would be pretty shocking if Portland, Portland State's okay. You know, NAU's okay. And it would be shocking if those teams jumped up and, and beat a Montana or a Weber State or a Sac State or a Montana State or, or whatever. And so then the uh, the games, it makes the games against the contenders even bigger because it seems like those are the only ones that they can feasibly lose. That was kind of how Double A was this year uh, for high school football as well. I mean, you got the, the Helena Capitals and Helena Highs and and Missoula Sentinels of the world and 
and uh, Bozeman and, and Billings Weston, and they pretty much mowed through everybody else on their schedule. There was a couple teams like Butte, Great Falls CMR, Great Falls High. They're sort of okay. And then, you know, like Missoula Big Sky can beat Flathead and Hellgate and Belgrade but and Skyview, but that's about it. And, uh, you know, then they're losing 42-0 like they did last week against um, Bozeman-Gallatin. So I don't really know what the why is as to why it becomes so stratified. But it is very interesting. That's all to say then, though, there's been a three-week gauntlet here for the Big Sky Conference title contenders in football. And that comes to a head, not for the final time, because we'll still have the the uh, crescendo of, of a finale in Bozeman uh, on November 19th when Montana State hosts Montana. And that game will be rich with ramifications no matter what happens. But if these two teams, the Cats and the Grizz, take care of business like they should... Uh, these next two weeks, they don't have huge ramifications. Cats will probably be playing for at least a share, if not an outright Big Sky title. Uh, the Grizz will have an opportunity to maybe beat uh, a top two or three team in the country and uh, perhaps maybe even play their way into a lower seed. We'll see, but they got to take care of business first and foremost. But the, the last real pivotal game besides that rivalry game at the end of the year comes this weekend in Ogden, Utah. Weaver State's been on quite uh, a conveyor belt of of stout challenges. You talk about um, playing in Bozeman against Montana State and losing in a haphazard fashion when you got four snaps to go out of the back of the end zone, equaling four safeties for the Cats, and Weaver loses their first game, 43-38. They bounce back, and they beat Montana 24-21 last week, and now they host Sacramento State, the last undefeated team overall in the Big Sky Conference. There's two teams without a conference loss. That's the Bobcats and the Hornets. And uh, Sacks, the last overall undefeated team uh, in the league. And uh, they have another hurdle here uh, with Weber State playing host to the Hornets on Saturday in Ogden. So that'll be a good one to, to follow along with. It'll be fun to see how it all plays out. You know, I don't want to ever just check them off and mark the games down on paper, but I do think that both the Cats and the Grizz are uh, fast-tracking to some pretty, um, I'm not going to say easy, but pretty simplistic victories uh, this upcoming weekend. But we'll see. That's why they play the game, and uh, especially the Cats. Flagstaff, always a tough place to play. Hour one of the books, hour two. Nuana's now coming at you. we got some NFL betting lines plus some NFL trade deadline dialogue, and we're going to hear from one of the best quarterbacks in the state of Montana at the high school level. It's Gage Slider. He's the senior quarterback for the Kalispell Glacier Wolfpack. He'll join us at 530 but first, Brooks Nuanas, all football all the time. That'll get hour number two kicked off. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. I am here with Catherine Delans of the Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, the Advocates can surely help you. There's a lot of people out there that don't slow down for road conditions that are driving recklessly or carelessly, and we want to protect the people that have been injured because of those driver's actions. You deserve an advocate. The Advocates will deal with the insurance company and defer medical bills, so all you need to do is rest and get better. The Advocates will handle the overwhelming legal stress of your accident because you didn't deserve to be in an accident. Chat directly with a local attorney online at MontanaAdvocates.com.